Welcome back, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, all sports fans. We are back in the flesh, now on video and forever on audio. It's your favorite sports podcast, Sports Ball Go. And Puck. God, it feels good. Brian, how you doing today? Uh, I'm doing fine. Um, productive day today, and then I got to go back home tomorrow, dermatology appointment. Uh, got to get my skin better than <laughs> what it is. So Got the, got the dermo uh, it's, appointment? It's bad. I mean, it's hard to schedule a dermatologist nowadays. Like you, you try and schedule, and their availability is like six months away, so I'm just lucky to have one. Them, and, dust, them and dentists. Dentists are hard. You know, dentists everyth- are hard. Everything's hard nowadays. Everything's always hard. It's, it's <laughs> tough. But, I mean, your, your face your face looks a lot better than it did last year. Well, that that's good. a very low bar to clear for being 100% honest, it's, Jules. But I do still, appreciate the compliment. a lot better. I do. Um, I mean, nothing really else besides that. Just yeah. staying productive. I mean, school is back, which kind of sucks, but whatever. How do you feel back to be on camera? Well, n- first on camera and now back and on audio. On audio. Uh, it's good to talk. You know, I like to talk. I like to annoy people. I like yeah. to... I like to I like to talk enough to the point where people's ears start falling off. Um, so it's always good to have multiple avenues. I have KVSC and now I have the podcast back, so I can just keep talking to people constantly. Well, I'm I'm glad we're all back together. Speaking of all, we got two more people to introduce here. Kyle with his fancy little AirPod earbuds. Just regular old cord earbuds from the iPhone SE that came out in like 2014. Hipster. Oh my. But I don't know. Like like Brian said, it's good to be back. It's good to be back on the pod. Uh, maybe not so great to be back. You know, going to school on campus and everything. But you, you're telling me you didn't miss school? I miss being up here with you boys. I won't lie, but I don't know. I didn't miss the school part. Honestly, you know, I, I, I was without that. I was on excite, honestly excited to go back to classes. You might be the only man on earth. That's because you're taking community college classes. Not anymore. What? Official St. Cloud State. You transferred. Oh my God! Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, the quiet man over in the corner of the room, Alex Fern, all the way back from Nebraska. How are you, Alex? I'm I'm okay. I how's your summer? Um, I say this like we haven't been living with each other for the past week and a half. How's your summer? Uneventful. I mean, I worked most every day, so I didn't really do any anything really. So I have I have a question to ask, Alex. Go for it. How many sandwiches do you think you made over the summer? We averaged about 75 a day. I made about half of those, so 35 times, let's say. Doesn't that have a 75? Uh, it's not half a 75. He's a, he's a mascot major. Give 35 him a is half, uh, 30 35 and a half. 37 and a half. Okay, so what? 37 I seven foot longs and a six, one six inch. inch. I'd say I made about, uh, I'd say I made a, over 250 sandwiches. Good Lord. Wow. That's a lot of sandwiches. That's a lot of meat. I'm excited for you guys to buy me fair food on Friday. Yeah. You are going to be so loaded with Pronto Puffs, your head's going to spin. You're going to be stuffed like a turkey. Please don't. I have games Speaking the next of turkeys, day. he's going to eat a giant turkey leg, too. That's another. I've never seen the appeal of that. What's your, what's your state fair food you're going to have, Alex? Try Kyle. It's leaning towards a wild rice burger at the oh. end. Yeah, that's good. You want to split one when we go out there? Yeah. Honestly, I'd, I'd I feel like maybe I shouldn't have him try the turkey leg and have him try the, the state fair blooming onion. Mmm. That's, that's been a while. Let's go, let's let's go watch the horses and order potatoes too. I feel like the corn is a classic one for the Minnesota the, um, State Fair. So I I don't know if this is a thing where you guys where you guys have, but we have this uh, vendor that does uh, pineapple flavored custard. Mm? Yeah, that sounds actually pretty well, listen, good. I'd, I'd dig in. I'd give her it's a try. Custard? I don't know what it's you not boys. like sorbet. Yeah, it's like it's like a custard. It's really good. That sounds uh, delicious. It's, it's in the Nebraska State Fair in Grand Island. 
Maybe we'll go there one of Bye, these Bye, Mom. Years. Moving to Nebraska. Not really. Said no one ever. My own personal hell. <laughs> All right, getting a little bit sidetracked here. Let's go ahead and jump into some sports today. We have a very special episode planned. As always, we have three periods and a brief overtime. Period number one today, we're going to be talking about some bold takes all these these three gentlemen brought three bold takes to bring to the table. We'll talk about them shortly. Period number two, our one of our favorite segments, Hot Plate, will be coming showing up here in a bit. The question for today is the best NFL quarterback for the 2022-2023 season will be dot dot dot. Period number three, we're gonna be playing we are well playing, talking. It's all fun and games. We have three questions for pass or shoot, a very common segment here on the show. And to end the show, everybody's favorite game, Who the Puck Is That, is returning with a few minor adjusted rules, nothing serious, just a little bit less questions, a little bit more complicated, well, a little bit more uh, competitive, not complicated. And to bring back something we've tried before on the show and haven't done in quite a while, we'll have brief intermission reports. For this episode, we're talking a lot of NFL, so we're going to keep the intermissions due to NFL, and we're going to be doing Pick'em. We have a handful of matchups this first week. Every team is playing. So in between for each intermission, we're going to be doing th six matchups for Pick'em. And uh, we're going to figure out who's got who win in week one. Diving right into some NFL news, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Vikings completed a trade today. The Minnesota Vikings gave up a 2023 seventh round pick and a 2024 conditional fourth round selection and received... Former first-round wide receiver Jalen, is it Rager, correct? Rieger. Rieger. It's like Rager, but I'll take Rieger. Yeah. Uh, so a couple other pieces for NFL news. Kenyon Drake, former veteran running back who was released by the Raiders last week, signed with the Baltimore Ravens following a workout and a physical with the team on Tuesday. And to wrap up some NFL news, the Dallas Cowboys pick up former Vikings third-string quarterback Kellen Mond. I did want to ask you guys what you thought about that one. The Kellen Mond pickup from Cowboys. I thought it was the Browns. Yeah, it went to the Browns. It's Cowboys. No. Yeah, it was the Browns. No I shot. I just looked at it two hours no, ago. No shot. Cowboys. No shot. It could be wrong unless NFL Insider just had the wrong name for the team that picked them up. Yeah, Browns claim former Vikings quarterback. Bro got sacked or something. No. Oh, I That's thought it was crazy. the I swear to God it's at the Cowboys. Anyways, the Browns. Both dumpster fire franchises. Don't, yeah, doesn't really matter. But we're going to go ahead and get into our first period right away. Alrighty, diving into the first period. Bold take right off the bat. I asked three each of you to bring three different bold takes for this upcoming NFL season. And I have you guys go one at a time. And I'm going to give you a brief 60 seconds to explain each one. And then after all of them are through... We'll talk about them, the most interesting ones right off the bat. Start off, Alex. I've, I've been excited to hear yours today. Uh, go ahead with your first one. you got 60 seconds on the clock. All right, so my first one I think is, isn't really even that really that much crazy. Uh, Justin Herbert winning the MVP for the uh, Los Angeles Chargers this season. I know we talked about this while we were at dinner earlier that we all thought that he was kind of mid coming out of Oregon. I mean, we didn't think he was going to be that great in the NFL, but he come out, comes out. He's had a great couple of well, first years in this, or great couple of years at his start in L.A. I mean, last year he threw 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. He had a 97.7 passer rating last year. So uh, he's been very, very good for a 
Well, it's going to be a pretty pretty competitive uh, AFC West this season, you know, with the Broncos, the Chiefs, of course, the Chargers, and the Raiders all maybe having an opportunity to maybe grasp that wide-open division. But I, I, I am excited to watch Justin Herbert this year. I do think that there is a pretty strong chance that he does win MVP, but that's really much. That's really how far my argument goes on that first topic. A little I like bit of time it. Left. I, I gotta say, Alex, I don't know how often you don't hit the full sixty seconds. Um, it's it's refreshing. You don't have to hear that. Uh, I don't even remember what the sound is at the end of the timer, but some kind of alarm clock. That must be. Kyle, you got sixty seconds. What do you got? Uh, let's see here. Well, I, I, this has kind of been a popular bold take I've been seeing flying around and you know I'm, I'm on board the Patriots are finishing below 500 this year yeah probably eight and nine or, or whatnot but uh, I think everyone sitting in this room is not the biggest Mac Jones fan I think we're all pretty sick of the Patriots and Bill Belichick at this point anyway I think they just lack offensive weapons the defense I think will be solid once again but I don't know if I have really any more to say I'm just kind of praying on the Pats downfall so kind of falls in line with this segment for me here today it's a good take. I like it. Enjoyable. Uh, Brian, you got 60 seconds. What do you got? Uh, well, my first take uh, is that the Pittsburgh Steelers make the playoffs this year. Mm, uh, this is a team that doesn't make the playoffs. I know that they've had shakeup at quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger, at, at some points last season, was geriatric. If they can win 11 straight games on skill position and defense alone, like they did last season, they shouldn't have any problems making the playoffs this year. The AFC North is going to be extremely competitive. Uh, the Browns will probably get off to a bit of a slow start. Uh, I don't know for sure about the Bengals repeating their success. I think the Ravens win the division, but the Steelers and, and a Steelers team that is ran by Mike Tomlin that is consistently solid year after year. They've got a few options at quarterback. I think Mitch Trubisky, while he's not going to be a world beater, he's just going to be solid. He's really active in play action with Najee Harris behind him and with the Guys in front of him like Deontay Johnson, I think that Steelers team makes the playoffs. Wild card spot. So, uh, I got to ask, has it been officially announced yet who is starting for the Steelers? No. I believe so it should be Trubisky. Though. should be should Trubisky. Should be Moneybags Mitch. So I'm assuming that this take is based off of Mitch playing all 17 uh, games this season. Hon honestly, as long as it's not Rudolph... I think they make the playoffs if it's Pickett or Trubisky. Pickett did show a lot of good stuff yeah. this preseason. So it, regardless of Pickett or Trubisky, I think that still stands. Rudolph will probably lower their ceiling a little bit, though. <laughs> I agree with that statement. All right, second round through. We got hot takes. Alex, you got 60 seconds on the clock. Starts now. My second take is a little biased, but I think the Broncos might have one of the best defenses in the NFL this year. I mean, you're returning Justin Simmons, who is arguably one of the best safeties in in the National Football League, might be even the best if you want to dive whole, whole deep into that. He had five interceptions, and he wasn't even targeted that much last year. I know you can't really be targeted as a safety, but he t defended 12 passes, had 70 tackles, so about half of his resulted defended passes resulted in interceptions for him, which is a pretty big stat. I mean, you have Bradley Chubb coming off of an injury. He's another edge rusher that they drafted to try to kind of tandem that Von Miller and then get somebody on the other side. But Von Miller now, of course, signing that long-term deal in Buffalo. But... I do think that he's good. They signed Randy Gregory, who was really good with the Cowboys last year, former Husker, go Big Red. Um, and then I just think that with this Broncos defense, you know, you have the young guys still, Patrick Sertan the second. I mean, he's been – he was really, really good last year for the Broncos. He didn't really allow that much on his end. But I, I, I do like this Broncos defense to go along with a very, very good scheme. That's, I, could, I could see it happening. It's a good take. 
Oh, I do have to mention real quick because it was something that we said at towards the beginning of the show when you started when you joined on. Obviously, we had a couple weeks underneath our belt of just me, Brian, and Kyle. Sooner than later, we will have a count of how often you mention anything Cornhuskers on the show. Okay, fine. All right, I just I had to throw it out there. It's something we talked about. It'll okay. be it'll be fun. Cool. We got one. We got one for today. Kyle, second take. What do you got for me? Uh, I'm. This is kind of me rooting for this guy, but uh, Marcus Mariota is finishing in the top fifteen of passing yards this year. I like what the Falcons are doing. I know I'm not the only one. Brian, kind of a miniature Falcons fan, he probably doesn't agree with Marcus Mariota finishing in the top fifteen. But I like Kyle Pitts. I think he's going to be the large, the major reason of why this is going to happen. I think the Falcons are going to surprise some people. They're not going to make the playoffs by any means, but Marcus Mariota might not even be good. He might throw more interceptions than touchdowns, but. We're only talking about yardage in this scenario, so that's my take. I'm I'm liking Marcus Mariota to finish in the top 15 of passing yards this year. I do have a question, though, for that take. Sure. So does that mean Drake London is in line to an offensive player of the year at wide receiver? I mean, sure, I guess. But All right. Just curious. Uh, Brian, what do you got? Uh, my second take is that the Titans missed the playoffs. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily that hot of a take. I think the Colts win the division. They win it pretty well. This is contingent on Jacksonville stealing games and splitting with the Titans this season, at the very least. Uh, the Titans last season got the first round by. Uh, they were the top team in the AFC, even though they had probably one of the weaker schedules, one of the weaker schedules in football, which is fine. That's not their fault. Um, but I'm sure if you listened to podcast episodes last year, you'd hear me decrying about how unserious the Titans were, and you know whatever the case. But with the Colts picking up a guy in Matt Ryan that. I don't know if that raises them to like a Super Bowl level, but it'll get them into the playoffs or, or a higher tier in the playoffs than they did last season. Um, this this division runs through Indianapolis. Indianapolis has better skill position players uh, in terms of at wide receiver. I mean, Derrick Henry is pretty good, but then obviously Jonathan Taylor's I would say the best running back in football. I think that I think the Colts are passing the Titans by, and I think Jacksonville is going to be sneaky good this year. Also. I don't know who's defending DeForest Buckner on the Titans. I'm going to be honest. DeForest Buckner up the middle on that Colts defense? No shot. All right. All right. Going through round three, Alex. This is th- this is going to be a little controversial, mm. I believe. Uh, I think Brian already knows what so this I'll, is. I'll give you the 60 seconds. Uh, this, is, this is probably the hottest one. I think Baker Mayfield wins comeback player of the year. And you guys are already laughing at me, but uh, he has he has plus one thousand odds to win the comeback player of the year this year. We forget that before last season, he was a very very like quality quarterback with the Cleveland Browns. He led them to their first playoff appearance in I don't know thirty something team stat thirty something years. I don't quarterback is the most important position. Team stat. I I don't care. He sixty eight sixty eight two point eight percent of his passes were complete last season. Three or not last season, the year before he effed up his shoulder last year. Keep Yeah, also keep in mind, he was playing on a bum shoulder the entire year. I know Brian's going to be like, oh no, he chose to play through it. He That's not, I mean, they didn't have any other options. Yeah, but he, was, he, he's the best, he was the best quarterback on that team. 3,563 yards, 26 touchdowns and 8 interceptions when he was on the top of his game with the Browns in 2020. I expect to see similar numbers this year, especially if he has a very healthy Christian McCaffrey to kind of throw checkdowns to out of the backfield if McCaffrey's able to pick up some downs. And they've also got DJ Moore out there who can go down there and catch passes as well. Didn't DJ Moore drop like 50% of his targets after week six last year? I don't, I don't know. He had Sam Darnold. Yeah. Eh. That's a fair point. It's a, it's a bold take. That's 
That's what we're here Peri- for. Period's called bold take. I like it. We'll see. We'll see what comes of it. Uh, Kyle, I believe you have one more as well. What do you got? Uh, I got a little creative with this one, but a former Wisconsin Badger will win one of the Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, or MVP award. There's a lot of people to choose from, so maybe it's not too bold. But you know, you got Jonathan Taylor. I think that's like probably the big favorite of of like this group that could win one of these awards. He could certainly contend for Offensive Player of the Year. Obviously, T.J. Watt's still a threat. I love Leo Chanel, but for some reason he's not starting. What the hell is up with that, Kansas City? There's plenty of other names out there. I mean, heck, even Russell Wilson might even have an outside shot at a miracle year this year. So, yeah, I, I like a former Wisconsin Badger to win a major award this year. It's a good one. It's, it's creative. I like it. Uh, Brian, you got one more, I believe, too. What do you got? So the Los Angeles Chargers are going to secure the one seed in the AFC. Uh, they are going to have the best record in the AFC, but they will not represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, I have the Bills finally making the Super Bowl. Once again, they'll have to go on the road, but instead of an arrowhead, they'll play at SoFi, which I'm not saying that SoFi is an easy place to play at, but it's certainly easier than Arrowhead Stadium. So I've got the Chargers putting up great regular season numbers. They've got the roster composed to do that if that if that defense stays healthy that team could win 13 14 games um the the payoff though is that i think the bills are a little bit more experienced that might be a little overstated sometimes but i do think it is important in the postseason and i believe that even though the chargers get the first seed and that might even help alex's take of justin herbert winning mvp i've got the bills representing the afc when it's all said and done I like it. I like it. I got to ask, though, right off the bat, let's talk about some stuff for a minute, but what what do you think dethrones the char- or Chargers, the Chiefs' dominance in the playoffs this year, then? Losing arguably the most explosive wide receiver in football? I mean, explosive I, I mean, of speed. I don't think he's explosive anywhere else. He's He's a great route runner, and he's got great speed. His main issue is his hands, yeah. and that, that burned him a few times. But listen, Tyreek's a game-breaker. Yeah, we're gonna talk about what's gonna dethrone the Chiefs. It's 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 the defense. I mean, There's, they're gonna have one of the best run defenses in football. Let Kyle. me explain. Injuries can happen. Defenses can play bad in football games. I think betting on their offense to be like that much worse without a fraud like Tyreek Hill is. Oh, okay. It's no. just I. You can't you can't bet on that. You just what makes you think Tyreek Hill is a fraud? Bet, you're not gonna bet on against or bet against Patrick Mahomes. If if anything, you're betting against the defense. I don't know how logical that is. I don't know if I completely agree with like you know the Chargers and Bills being better or anything. Not that Brian directly said that or anything, but no, I mean they are. I, what makes well, you think Tyreek Hill is a fraud? There guy? you go, because he's he's just fast. That's all people see in him. They're like, oh, he's fast. He's an average route runner. He never cuts across the middle of the field. He just can't do it's it. A physical sport. He's Kyle. just not good. I think he'll be fine in Miami this year, but people are just gonna see he was a little overrated. Well, I mean. He's going to be fielding two of passes like their punt return, so I'm not going to blame him. Just being honest. It's I mean, his nickname is the Cheetah. Yeah. That's all he is is fast. Yeah. Well, his he's hands, a, he, his hands have been a problems, and the, when people say he's a good route runner, yeah. it's because he's fast. Yeah. He's an average and? route He's and? an average route, route runner. And? It's because the only skill he has is fast. Okay. And he's a he's world-class been one of the best athlete. Yeah, and he's be- been one yeah, of the best Yeah, if you take away Devontae Adams' hands, he's not that good of a wide receiver. If you take away Rob Gronkowski's like, size, he's not that good of a tight end. It doesn't matter. If, if he he's is good fast, at what he does. He's fast. He's good Who at what cares? he does. 
Any any other takes that uh, anybody would like up any? Vikings miss the playoffs. I'm getting that uh, out, out, out of the way right uh, now. I know Alex might have some. He's a big Tua fan. You got anything <laughs> Tua over there? I, I like Tua. I'm not. How I much zip does he put on the ball, Alex? I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue with you guys about this. I still think that the Dolphins make the playoffs this year. Whatever. Cool. Is that even like a hot take? Like. Dolphins still have a, a, hot, a good defense. A They've got good I think wide the Patriots receivers. are going to suck, so someone's going to have to make the playoffs. Yes, the season will come down to how good Tua can be. Uh, is that what you wanted me to say? Well, I still I, think that he's going to be What do you good. have the Dolphins finishing at? Can't be double digits. Mm. I mean, they've got a really good defense. Yes, they could win ten games. I, I'm fine with them. I mean, I have them going. I have them. I have them going eight and nine. But I think I'd cap them at ten. I'm going eleven and six. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they they were what what were they like a win two years ago? They were a win away from the playoffs, right? Yeah, and they got close again this year. Yeah, they're this they're a good year. team, and they got a new they got a new like offensive minded head coach too. Right, like, yeah, but who did yeah. they have to replace? Like, they didn't have an offensive scheme when Tua or Fitzpatrick was there. It was just okay. Mike Gesicki's down there somewhere. Let's throw it to the end zone. Well, what, and then so it worked. Now it's just going to be Tyreek. It's gonna be Tyreek, Jalen Waddle, Raheem Mostert, uh, Chase Edmonds. Raheem Mostert's going downfield to catch passes. Nobody can run the ball. They didn't run the ball at all. They just were like, "Okay, Mike Gesicki's down there somewhere. We're gonna throw it." Yeah. All right. Let's move it's, on. It's a that. Mike McDaniel offense. He'll catch. Let's move on. We're uh, putting bold take behind us, and we're gonna move on to intermission between periods one and two. <laughs> So like I briefly talked about before, for today's intermission reports, we're going to be going through the week one of the NFL schedule. And each intermission report, we're going to rattle off six total games uh, for each one. And we're just going to go do some pick them. So we're starting out, we're kicking off football, the 2022-23 season with the Buffalo Bills and L.A. Rams Thursday night football across the board. Alex to Brian, who do you got winning? Bills. 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 Uh, the next matchup on the card is going to be the Browns versus the Panthers. Baker Mayfield's reunion tour. Uh, Alex, what do you got? Panthers by 14. I like that. Panthers by 14 sounds logical to me. Fuck the Browns, by the way. That's uh, I wonder what the count, I wonder what the minute take is. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, we get one swear word <laughs> per episode. And at, Alex at just took di- it. At dinner, we... At, we I, I feel like I use that well. I, at dinner, I put an under-over that Alex swears within the first 10 minutes of the show. It's been past 10 minutes. It definitely has. So um, it's over, but I feel like that was well used. I'm really conflicted because uh, I want Jacoby Brissett to succeed, but the Browns don't deserve any any sympathy, so I guess the Panthers. Panthers have a... I like, the Panthers won't win because of Baker. This will be like a 17-13 to 13 game. I think Brian Burns has like five sacks or something, so we'll just keep it at that. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I could see it going either way, but I will go with the Panthers on this one as well. Uh, This third matchup on the card, we have Steelers at Bengals. Bengals by – is it in Cincinnati or is it in – I believe it's in Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm going to go – Bengals are going to be juiced up. They're unveiling the AFC Championship banner. I'm going to go Bengals by 10. Uh, Give me that Steelers upset by three. Steelers. Uh, you know, I've never been a big Bengals guy. Rarely do I ever pick them and pick them, especially even last year. Uh, so I'm going to go with Steelers as well on this one. I was, the, I was the only one that believed in them last year, by the way. I just thought I should throw that one yeah. out. Yeah, because nobody else wanted to believe in them. 
It's a fair point. Nobody else wants. I didn't want to believe in him. I don't like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Why don't you like Joe Burrow? I just don't like him. <laughs> That's just I just don't like him. All right, you got Colts at Texans. Matty Ice's debut in a Colts blue uniform. Colts by seventeen. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's gonna have a field day. Give me the Colts. Colts. Yeah, Colts again. Uh, and then number five, we got the Ravens in New York versus the Jets. Don't you dare, Alex. Don't you even think about it. Ravens by seven. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I'm Ravens blowout. No, it's going to be ugly. Ravens. Ravens. Uh, and last matchup for this intermission report, we have the Chiefs in Arizona versus the Cardinals. Chiefs started off bad last year. Give me Cardinals by three. Uh, the Chiefs and Kyle Murray throws at least two interceptions. Uh, Chiefs, because that Cardinals defense got pretty weak over the offseason. Yeah, I'll go with uh, and It's going to depend on how much Call of Duty Kyler plays the night before, but I'm going to go ahead and say Chiefs. I think it'll be like a 34-31 game or something. That's that right. could be. All right. All right, moving on to period number two. All righty, here we go, period number two. We're kicking it off. We're going to be doing hot plates, full-on debate. See how long it takes us. The topic for today's segment is the best NFL quarterback for the 2022-2023 season will be dot, dot, dot. Uh, Kyle, I know you wrote uh, some good stuff for this one. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give you, a, should we say, a minute and a half. Let's see what you got to say right off the bat, and then we'll talk about it for a second here. You listen, got the clock. Listen, my, my point here is pretty simple. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily like truly believe this with all my heart. I want to truly believe that Aaron Rodgers will be the best QB in 2022. But I'm picking him because no one else sitting next to me is going to give him any kind of respect. And you know what? Maybe I don't blame him for that. But he's won back-to-back MVPs. I mean, he lost everything. And I think at the end of the day, the Packers are still going to end up being a playoff team, whether that's because the Vikings are just really bad or that the Packers maybe surprise some people. But he'll still have a good season. He'll still take care of the football. And like I said, I no one else is going to give him any respect. Uh, I'm going to completely ignore what he does off the field this season because that made Packers games incredibly difficult to watch because that's all people would talk about instead of how he was actually playing on the football field. Uh, and By the end of the season, people somehow got the preconceived notion that he wasn't an MVP and it should have been someone else. Uh, I still don't understand that argument. I still think you're a fool if you don't think he deserved the MVP last year. I don't know if he's going to win it this year. I think it might be like Lamar or Josh Allen's year to win it this year. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, that's my pick. He's the best quarterback in the league right now. And he should be deserving that. He des- is deserving of that title going into the year this year. Any Anybody got uh, anything to comment on that one? Alex? Brian? No, you know, I'll just I'll stay quiet. You know, whatever. You, you can it, debate time. You can talk about it. Honestly, uh, I mean, we can let we the can boys say their, say their things first. I, 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 debate. Yeah, let's just do that. All right, uh, Brian, what do you think? Um, well, and this would this would align with the Chargers winning a lot of football games. But I've got Justin Herbert as the best quarterback in football next year, just in terms of pure stats. Uh, th- there are throws that Justin Herbert makes that no other NFL quarterback can make. Um, the kid is absolutely astounding he he's showing things in the nfl that he never really showed in college 
um, a very rare case in, in that endeavor. And Kyle and I have talked about this before, and us as a group have talked about it too, where Herbert didn't really show that off in Oregon. He threw a lot of screens at Oregon. That's just kind of their offense. They're a very quick hit West Coast offense style. So it's hard to fully see the scope of what he did in college or the scope of his talent rather in college. He's showing that now in the NFL. He might not have like the best weapons, uh, but I mean, you've still got really solid pieces around you and Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Austin Eckler behind him too is not that bad at all in terms of rushing and pass catching. And that Chargers defense is going to give Herbert opportunities to breathe a little bit, I think, this year, especially if they stay healthy. Obviously, if a bunch of guys get hurt, then the point ends up being moot. But even if the Chargers don't win a lot of football games, which is certainly possible, last year they were a highly offensive, efficient team, and they still didn't win enough football games to to really contend, I think Herbert still ends up being the best pound-for-pound quarterback in the NFL. He's going to put up gaudy numbers again. I, I like it. I've been a big Herbert guy. Probably since his fr- halfway through his freshman year. I've always liked him. Oh, yeah. Noted Justin Herbert support. I've said it on the show all of last season okay. that I like Justin Herbert. I think you had him on your fantasy team, too, didn't you? Oh, I love Yeah, yeah. I have him on one of my fantasy there's the teams real, this there's year. There's the real reason. I'm, I'm saying stuff right now. Mentally. See you, Kyle. Well, Alex, I know you're going to What agree. do you got, Alex? I'm going to build on that. I also had Justin Herbert as the best quarterback in the NFL this season. I mean, the guy is only 24 years old. Don't forget that. The guy's coming into the prime of his career, like, right now. And he's already – his career stats are as follows. 839 completions, 66.2 completion percentage, 9,350 yards, 69 touchdowns, 25 interceptions. And in, in, in excuse me, his passer rating in his career – sits at the average of 97.9. Last season, just by himself, 5,014 yards, 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, tied for 27th in the league in interceptions. So he was very, very uh, good on not turning the ball over just by himself. He was third in the NFL in passing touchdowns. So he's also... Okay, I'm going to correct you on something. You do realize 27th in NFL is really bad, right? That's, like, not good. Uh, Well, then I I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say you want to be on the lower end yeah. number for that one, but I'm my bad. I'm sorry, my my brain hurts. <laughs> Either way, he's still gonna be arguably he's gonna be arguably the best quarterback in that AFC West, which holds arguably two of the top four NFL quarterbacks in Patrick Mahomes and of course Justin Herbert. Then you're adding another one in there that's won an NFL MVP before, so let's ride. <laughs> Oh, Her- uh, Herbert Herbert might throw 50 this year, if I'm being honest. Honestly? Listen, uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with you guys kind of partially. I bet, you know, I, I can see him leading the league in yards. I can see him leading the league in, you know, in touchdowns and passing touchdowns. I think he's capable of making plays with his legs. But, my God, sometimes he makes, like, just bad throws. It's not, like, often. It's not frequent. I'm not going to pretend that's the, the case. But he threw 15 interceptions last year. I mean, he just he struggles to take care of the football at some points. And like I just, it just eliminates him from the conversation for me. That that's all I'm saying. I think if you want to compare a player like Justin Herbert, I think Patrick Mahomes is just like the slightly better version of Justin Herbert. Well, I think that's, that's just the truth. I think that's just where you have to say that's what he needs to work on, and that's probably yeah. One of the I, I I'm, I'm admitting like he could get better at it. You know, like, like that, I he's mean, a talented football. We, we player. don't There's know what no he's doubt. worked on in the off season yeah. too. That could have been one of the things where he saw and went, yeah, no, this is what I need to do 
to be the best quarterback for the 2022-2023 season. And it could happen. I mean, he's, he's showed the past two years that he has the potential to do it. Showed that he has the skill to do it. I, I do want to say one thing about Justin Herbert. There's, can we talk about the level of quarterback talent that's in that AFC West division right now? Because you, you have Patrick Mahomes, you have Derek Carr, who's a very good quarterback in his own right. You have, of course, the aforementioned Justin Herbert. And then you have, you're entering Russell Wilson into that category, who has been very good with the Seahawks throughout his entire career. Four Hall of Famers. It's funny, Derek Carr's the worst quarterback. Yeah, the Derek Carr's a just sucks. And he's still Derek a, a yeah. hi, like, higher-end average quarterback. I do want to say I'm proud of you boys for not getting any bold takes about Derek Carr. I was I was a little worried about those ones. They're, um, they're way too frequent right now. As much as they are frequent, it, it it's going to be a little bit interesting to watch to see what Devontae Adams and Derek Carr do together. Well, I'm I will sure say it'll be that. great. It's going to be it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. I was going to say if you inserted Derek Carr into like the NFC North, he would be the best quarterback, but then I remembered Aaron Rodgers existed okay, and I was good. like, "Oh, wait, never mind." Wait, what's wrong with that take? <laughs> what's wrong with that? You take? think Fran Tarkenton's better than Aaron Rodgers, Brian? I'm not yeah. going to argue with and you. Yes. And Aaron Rodgers isn't even a top ten quarterback all time. He's not. It's not even barely top fifteen. Mister Five Yard Checkdown Man. Where's John Elway, Brian? You do realize Aaron Rodgers uh, had a higher average passing yards. You do realize that John Elway UFO'd over your team to win the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> That's real. <laughs> yes. All right, we're moving Broncos on. country. Moving That's on. right. Moving on from period number two, going back to a quick intermission report, and we'll be back soon with period number three where we will do pass or shoot. And we are back with the brief intermission report, going over a couple more pick'em games here. Uh, right off the bat, a big one, especially for this, the people in this room, is we have the Packers in Minnesota week one. Right off the bat, Brian, who are you taking? Well, first off, <clears throat> I want to thank the NFL schedule makers for proving year after year that the Packers are the most pampered team in the NFL. God forbid the Vikings and Packers play a December game in Minnesota for once in their entire franchise history, and the Packers were the last team to play internationally in the NFL. So, cool that they tipped their hand. I appreciate it. Um, Don't the Vikings have a dome, though? So why would it matter about a winner game in Minnesota? It's just because it's never happened before. Because it's they, always they don't Lambeau. have to play at Lambeau, and then the football isn't bad. Oh, I guess the so. NFL does that on purpose. They consistently do. Put them back at TCF. Anyways, Packers win by multiple touchdowns. This Vikings defense is not going to be able to keep up with that running back room or Aaron Rodgers. It's just not going to happen. The Vikings will be able to put up points. The second it gets to 14 to nothing, watch out for Kirk Cousins. He's going to start slinging. Once he's down by two touchdowns, then we're good. But it's just going to be catch up all game. So, Packers. Kyle, who do you got? Yeah, the Vikings are winning this football game. You Listen, you <laughs> sick, maybe, sick maybe it's Hold on, Ti time out real yes. quick. Just for the people yes. that are listening, just so you know, both of these two people are from Wisconsin. The first one to talk is a Vikings fan and says that the Packers are going to win. The second one to talk is a Packers fan and says the Vikings are going to win. Broncos country. <laughs> you sick, um, sick, listen, continue. sick let, let me continue here. Have people forgotten how the Packers played week one last year? Have people forgotten the lack of wide receivers the Packers have? I was nearly We're rolling out like Sammy Watkins ago. in week one. It's, it's going to get ugly. Wait, Kyle, the defense is going to do all they can, but Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook will eventually prevail, and Kirk Cousins You guys will stop have being one of the Kirk best Cousins. secondaries and defenses some, in football. Yeah, and our offense won't be able to stay on the field. Is Samori Touré on your what? roster? 
Is Samori Toure, yeah, did he make the roster? Yeah, I think so. Yes, yeah, he's catching a touchdown. I No, Dude, what's, what's the Packers wide receiver duo right now? Sammy Watkins. Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. It's Lazard, it's Cobb, Lazard and Watkins, Cobb and, Watkins. And, and Dobbs and Christian Watson and Samori Toure are looking in. NASA scientists. I'm Josh sure they'll all get snaps. Who quoted, who quoted my main Romeo reason Do- for who quoted Romeo Dobbs as a preseason Jerry Rice? It's gonna be the whole season for him. That's a joke from Packers fans, but okay. Yeah. Real. Listen, let me let me finish. The reasons the Packers are going to lose this game is because we have six wide receivers, and we honestly have no idea who the best three of those are. They're all so painfully average. Someone has to play wide receiver one. Someone has to play wide receiver two because they all can't play wide receiver three. Now, Kyle, remind me, who is cornerback one on the Minnesota Vikings? Who is corner number one? I can answer. Can I answer? Yes. Patrick Peterson. Yeah, so your point is moot. I think you could trot out Alabama wide receivers, and the Packers would still win. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think Alan Lazard can make Patrick Peterson look like no! a decent cornerback. Right. Patrick, right. Patrick right. Peterson right. probably runs a 540. I, I, I don't want to <laughs> hear it. I don't want to hear it at all. This pick I hope this, I'm wrong. This pick going a little bit long. Alex, who do you got? Uh, I I don't even know if I want to answer this one. Um, what do you got? Die, die. I'm I. You know what? Put put another one on the Nebraska counter because they got Samori Toure. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, Packers on top. He's playing five snaps top. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I am. I will say I'm taking Ainsley to her first Vikings game this. Congrats. This, this uh, season. As the diehard, non-realistic Vikings fan that I am, I'm going to go ahead and say Vikings. Uh, next matchup on the card, we have the. Buccaneers in oh sorry that is Sunday night football. Uh, still next one on the card we got Buccaneers in Dallas versus the Cowboys. Uh, Brian, who do you got? Cowboys. Yeah, unfortunately the Cowboys are gonna like probably win this game. Dak Prescott's gonna have a monster game, and we're gonna have to hear about it till the end of time. Alex, who do you got? I- I'm taking the Cowboys as well. I don't. I think this might be Tom Brady's last hurrah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say Buccaneers here. I think uh, Tom Brady decided that he's still got something left in him, so I think he's uh, I think he's got something in the tank. He still yeah, got it. Yeah, he worked on his singing, and now he's got his yeah. arm going. Giselle yeah. told him to do the ditches once, and he left. Yeah. Uh, next, we got uh, Saints Falcons for the third matchup of the second intermission here. Brian, what do you got? Falcons. Falcons by twenty plus. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I like famous Jameis, but I'm gonna go Falcons. Uh, I will again go with Falcons. Kyle Pitts five touchdowns. Not going to be close. No. Two of them rushing. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little flip pass. <laughs> yeah. Number four, we got the 49ers in Chicago against the Bears. Brian. Uh, Niners, but it'll be a low-scoring game. Yeah, this QB battle is going to be the worst mid-off you, you'll Trey ever Lance see. Trey Lance is not that bad. You uh, need to stop acting listen, like he I, is. I don't hate Trey Lance. I think he's going to be a slow start, and I hate Justin Fields. Justin Fields is just bad, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll say like this game's like seventeen to six or something <laughs> like that. Alex, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go 49ers as well, but I I'm not I'm I'm not sold on Trey Lance yet either. I I don't think he's bad. I don't think I don't think I've seen enough to like crown him the quote unquote starter of this 49er team. But I mean, he's got a better arm than Tua. I d- when did I talk about Tua in this situation? Earlier. Yeah, I talked about him earlier in the show. How does Trey Lance relate to Tua Tagovailoa? Because you like Tua, not Trey Lance. Yes, I li- I don't Stop. not like. I Trey don't Lance. understand you. Like little girls. I don't not like Trey Lance. I don't have a problem with him. Sounds like you do. I'm taking. 49ers. What do you think, Jules? I'm gonna go ahead and take 49ers as well. I don't think this Bears team has something to prove this year, so I don't think their expectations for themselves nor anybody else's expectations for them 
are anywhere above subpar. They are also the worst roster in football, just on paper. Yeah. Sounds like you just hate Darnell Mooney. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Next matchup, we have the Eagles in Detroit versus the Lions. I-G-G-L-E-S. What does that spell, Brian? Eagles! Yeah! Brian, who do you got winning the game? Eagles, baby. Eagles. Yeah, give me the Lions. Give me Eagles by 17. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit on the fence of this one. I looked at the schedule earlier. I think these two teams have a very similar uh, physicality level. I don't think one overpowers the other that much. So I think it's going to be a close game. I think I got the Eagles squeaking by, though. Kyle, uh, who do the Lions have as a wide receiver? Um, I'm Ross St. Brown. Yeah, Quintez Cephas. Yeah. He'll be one of the Badgers that wins Offensive Player of the Year this year. Hey, oh. Miles, Miles Sanders will score a rushing touchdown for the Eagles. I know very rare. In recent in recent times, he's, he's also hurt right now, so there's a chance he doesn't play week one or two. Now okay. Jalen hurts. That's a quarterback. Okay, fine. Somebody on the Eagles is going to do a celebration where they pretend to poop out a football. That's my. That's another bet of mine. Do- dollar bets with DraftKings. Uh, we're not sponsored. Are we going to win a hundred thousand dollars of Terry Bradshaw's money? Please do not gamble. <laughs> Please do not gamble. I do not endorse gambling. All right, we're going to go ahead and move on to period number three. Like I had mentioned before, for the last and final period of the day, we are playing. It feels like a game because it's fun like a game. Pass or shoot. Uh, We got three takes on the table for today. Everybody in the room is going to answer all three. Whether they give a good reason for it or not is up to them. Uh, first one off the board, take number one, the Lions will win six or more games on the season. Kyle, what do you got? Well, here's how I'm breaking this down. If you look at the schedule, basically all the Lions have to do is win four games because they're beating the Bears twice. So, I mean, I feel like them winning four games, it's like a 75% chance that'll happen because I am guaranteeing two victories over the Bears. And you know what? I, they deserve it. Those fans deserve a little bit of... Some more quality football, should I say. They'll find a way to do it. They got a passionate coaching staff. Uh, I think the players are ready for a little bit more of a turnaround this year. So I like the Lions getting the six wins. I like it. I like it. Just kidding. Alex, what do you got? I'm going to shoot this, and I think they just win six games. Um, This is definitely probably the most mid-football team I've ever seen in my life. They have nobody that jumps out to you on paper. I mean, you watched them last year. The one game that I watched them was the game that they beat the Vikings. And DeAndre Swift doesn't jump out on paper. Not not on that Lions roster right now. No, he's the only like above average player on that team. So what's what's he going to do to help that team? He's just going to run. He's going to run the ball a lot, but he's not going to like propel them to a victory. He's not going to single handedly lead them to a like a, a two or more wins. T.J. Hawkinson doesn't stand out on paper. No, they have one of the best offensive lines in football. Yep, just saying. Okay, who's their quarterback? Uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, he's just Drew Brees. He'll just check the ball down. It's no big deal. He's got DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson for Co- according to According to friend of the pod K- er, and KVSC sports director Max Stiggy Steigoff, uh, Jared Goff is just Justin Herbert. So, I mean. No, it was, uh, Justin, Justin Herbert, Herbert is just, just Jared Goff, Goff yeah. which I don't, I don't want to hear that. Silly. There's a reason he's not on the show. Shut up, Stiggy. <laughs> what do you got, Brian? Uh, I'm shooting this in exactly six games. Uh, you've got three wins. On the table for you already. Bears, two of them. Vikings, one. So you just gotta win three. And they can probably do that. So I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. You might be the most pessimistic Vikings fan I've ever met in my life. 
He's a realistic Vikings. Jared Goff might throw 400 passing yards against us. The reason reason you say pessimistic is because you've never met a realistic Vikings fan, and that's what Brian is. Yeah, don't don't scroll through Twitter during Vikings season, please. You don't want to you don't want to deal with the victim complex. Second that notion. (laughs) Uh, Take number two on the table: the Dallas Cowboys miss the playoffs. Now, a recurring statement on this podcast is that by the time end of November, beginning of December hits, Dak Prescott forgets what football is. Will that be something that reoccurs this year, and will the Cowboys miss the playoffs? Who's starting? We'll go ahead and say Brian. Okay. Uh, I'm passing on this. Um, Even though they had struggles last year, they still made the playoffs last year. Uh, In terms of yards per game, I believe they were the number one offense in football and yard um, output. They're going to continue to be a top three offense in football. They still have the weapons to do that. I really don't like, – I get it's cool to pick on the Cowboys. I don't like them either, but this Cowboys team has way too much talent on offense to miss the playoffs. So they're, they'll, they'll make it again. Even if it, even if it's not, you know, stylish or anything, they'll score a lot of points, they'll give up a lot of points, and they'll win more games than they lose. What do you got them finishing? Uh, probably 10 and 7, if I had to guess, and then the Eagles will be right behind them, who will also make the playoffs this year. So, wow. Kyle, how about you? Yeah, there's no way two teams are coming out of that division. And Yes, there is. I think there's like, a, four, last like year. a 40% chance that maybe the Cowboys win that division. That seems kind of fair to me. So I'm going I'm to bet on the 60% chance that someone else wins it. I'm going to say the Cowboys missed the playoffs <laughs> because it's funny. I like, I like when people make fun of the Cowboys. Uh, I hate Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't really have any like logical reasons or numbers to back this up. I just it just seems more likely in my mind that the Cowboys aren't going to make the playoffs. I have them making the playoffs and then losing by twenty one points in the first round. What do you got them losing to? Um the Green Bay Packers. Can't have a point total and not nope, have the them Jimmy Garoppolo led San Francisco 49ers are doing it again, baby. And then the 49ers are gonna cut off the Packers. No, the Packers will win. One what? and four? Well, that's not going to happen. Excuse me? Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs is unstoppable. Aaron Rodgers has been stopped by the 49ers four times. Until he gets when to the asked about I it, said until he, he responded with, how many Super Bowl wins do they have? That's a, that's a good point. Which is funny. It is Aaron a good Rogers point. Aaron Rodgers is pretty real for that. It is. <laughs> it is it. Let's not talk about whose podcast that was on, though. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. You guys like take number three. Take number three on the table. I love the, the UFC. NFC North will feature only one playoff team passing or shooting it. Alex, what do you what are you thinking? I'm not as like realistic as a Vikings. Like I guess I kind of follow them loosely since I live up here. I think the Packers and the Vikings both make the playoffs this season. For I don't know why. I just feel some. I feel a. I feel a sense of calm around U.S. Bank Stadium right now. I don't know why, but my brain is telling me that they're going to be good this year. What do you got both teams finishing at for a record? I think it's going to – I think the – I think the Packers go – I think the Packers go 10-7, and seven and I think the Vikings go 9-8. and eight. Kyle, what do you think? Uh, I'm kind of on in the same thought process as Alex. I mean, I just said that only one team is coming out of the Cowboys, the Cowboys division because that's what people like to think it is. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying they're gonna. Either team is putting up impressive win totals. I think they both probably finish with the same record. I think the tiebreaker favors the Packers in the, at the end of the day. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just the NFC just doesn't seem like that loaded, like right now, especially as like compared to the past. 
So, yeah, I think both teams are going to be pretty average in terms of, like, a good football team. But, yeah, they'll both sneak into the playoffs and probably both lose pretty early on. Do you have them with similar records? Yeah, the same record. Nine and eight or ten and seven? Probably ten and seven. Who finishes first? The Packers with the tiebreaker. All right. NFL schedule makers will find a way to make a tiebreaker work for work yeah. for the Packers. Yeah. Isn't you there know. isn't there a weird like with individual like isn't it a different tiebreaker than actually head to head? Yeah. What is 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 it uh, is it point differential? Is it point so. differential or is it score with or record within the division? It's point differential. It I is. think it's point differential. It's okay. weird. It's really weird. Okay. Uh Brian, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm shooting this take. Uh the Packers will win 13 games. <laughs> There's no way you think that. There's no way. There are, are you con- serious? There are constants in life. How Death, taxes, and the Packers games. overperforming. Because the Packers always overperform. We've gone through this song and dance every single year. They still have one of the best defenses in football. They're getting reinforcements back on their offensive line. They have one of the best running back rooms in all of football. Who cares who is out there for Aaron Rodgers as long as they hit their spots and catch a football? It doesn't matter how much talent they have. That Packers team is winning 13 games. The Vikings are winning eight. And that's that. The Vikings have nobody to play coverage. Nobody. Cam Dancer's fine, but he's too young. Andrew Booth Jr. is hurt. Patrick Peterson needs to leave. There's nobody. (laughs) Unless you want Harrison Smith to hit people over the middle, fine. But that's not coverage. I I, I don't... And that's a little disrespectful to Harrison Smith. I know Harrison Smith is a good coverage safety. But you need good corners. We don't have any right now. We have either guys who are too young or too old. It's not going to cut it. Um, the Packers will win 13 games because it happens. Boo-hoo. Grow up. Get over it. And just accept it. All right? And then when Aaron Rodgers retires, the Packers will draft somebody who's another generational quarterback talent. But then again, he'll only win one Super Bowl because it's the Packers. When Aaron Rodgers retires, he's going to the Vi- Vikings. will the Vikings win the NFC North? No. He's going to be like the Brett Favre. He's no. going to the Vikings in two years. Now, that would be funny, but no, that's not happening. This is a cycle that you have to become aware of and accept now before it becomes too late, okay? The Packers Packers will find ways to continue to shore up anything that they can to just make the rest of the division miserable, and that's fine. You know what? As long as you know about it, it's fine. I really got to ask what you think about this. Listen, for some reason, Brian has gone home over the summer, and the Packers have somehow lived rent-free in his head it's, because he, he is still upset he honestly over sounds nothing. Like a, he honestly sounds like a Packers fan. Yeah. No. That's not how this you works. Say you say all the Packers, like Packers have to fan. do is catch the football. Who's Christian catching? Watson's going to catch the football? Really? I know Randall Cobb is. Really? I know Alan Lazard is. Okay, look, R- Randall hey, Cobb hey, can't hey, run hey, more hey, than 20 hey. yards without getting tired. They are NFL wide receivers. If Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. throws it to where they need to be to catch. Yeah, even if it's not, it. maybe they don't need to throw the ball downfield. Maybe it's just deep in routes. Like, Let me paint you a picture here. Jair Alexander still on that football team, right? It's week one. Kenny Clark is still on that football team, right? We got a close game in Minnesota. still on that football team, right? Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are still on that football team, right? Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm painting the picture. It's week one. We're in Minnesota. It's a close game. There's a lot of points on the board. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson and the Vikings defense have, have made the game <laughs> closer than it probably should have been. Oh, they only gave up 400 yards instead of 600? We get another Good one of them. those patented last-minute Aaron Rodgers drives. Christian Watson beats his man. He's wide open, deflects off his fingertips right into the arms of Harrison Smith, and it seals the deal for the Minnesota Vikings. 
And just like that, the confidence in the Packers evaporates. They are not winning 13 games. They're winning 10, 11 tops. And, uh, Brian, like you would say, you just have to accept it. No, you are going off the script. You are going off of things that haven't happened before in Packers history. The only time that the Packers have been in a middling scenario is in, like, the 90s before Brett Favre. That's it. That is it. So they're due. No, they're not due. That's not how this works. They've been good for 30 years. They've been good for nearly 30 years. And it's not going to be 40. Oh, my God. You know what? Whatever. Like I said, rent free somehow. No, I'm just I'm just telling you now. One, one bad twin becomes, season. This is what this is what no, happens. It's not, I would be tell I would be telling you this even if the twins had a hundred wins or whatever. Like I, these are these are things that you have to prepare for. If you can perpetually set yourself up for disappointment, when something goes right, you can be really excited. You sound like the Minnesota Twitter people. Like, oh, why does this always happen to the Vikings? No, I'm not saying that at all. No. Why? 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 How does it sound like that? Minnesota sports fans are cursed, Brian. I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you that the Packers are going to overperform. They did it last year. They you did it are the year getting before. unreasonably worked up over a wide receiving core of Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and who's their God. quarterback? It's yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Aaron, who who touches the ball the most? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. They'll be fine. They will be more than fine. I, Thirteen games is such a stretch. Yeah, Thirteen That's wins. Crazy. Yeah, thir- 13 of them. Let's move on to the pick'em. Let's move on to the last little bit of pick'em. That is period number three, and it is done. Moving on to the last, I believe we have five teams left on the card. Uh, Patriots in Miami against the Dolphins. Alex, who do you got? Dolphins. In the second QB mid-off of the week, I got the Dolphins by three. What's Dol- the f- Dolphins. What's the first QB mid-off? Uh, what, what did we say earlier? He said Lance Fields. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is not true. Who's better, Justin Fields or Tua Tagovailoa, Kyle? Oh, Lord. It's Justin Fields. <laughs> it probably is Justin Fields. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go Dolphins on this one. Uh, we got Jags in Washington versus the Commanders. It's another QB mid-off. Brian, who do you got? What in the hell what? is wrong with you? <laughs> Carson uh, Wentz counts as two. Trevor Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars pick up their first win of the as season. As far as I'm aware, Heineke is starting that game. Yeah, and Trevor Lawrence is going to have a nice future game. Viking Taylor Heineke. So yeah, I'll t- I'll take the Jags. I'll take the Jaguars as well. Uh, who who else could start for the Commanders? Wentz. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't see a world with. It. I mean, the Jaguars they need it. They're also, Chase, Chase Young is on like in uh, the injured list yeah, right he's now. Yeah, still coming back from his ACL injury. Yeah, so no shot. Yeah, I'll give this one to the Jags. I'm still going to call them the football team. Uh, we do have a AFC matchup, uh, the Raiders-Chargers. Oh, this will be a good be division. A good, good division throughout the whole season. It'll be a great uh, game. Kyle, who do you got? Uh, the Chargers, because people are going to realize how outclassed the Raiders really are in that matchup. Because right now the Chargers' defense is healthy, and that's kind of what they need to, to be to be good this year. Mm-hmm. Brian, how about you? Chargers. Alex. Chargers. Uh, I'm gonna be the black horse here. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Uh, the is teams. it black horse or black sheep? Bah, bah, is, it black sheep? is it? It's one of the two. Bah. Whatever. I'm gonna some, be some animal. I'm gonna be the animal that's a different color Capybara? than all the rest of them. <laughs> Capybara. Uh, I think last year we saw this Raiders team surprisingly play well against a couple good teams. I think this could be a, an extended game of that. Uh, I think Derek Carr is gonna throw the ball a lot, and I think that could li- could lead to a lot of touchdowns. 
Uh, so yeah, we'll go ahead. And say I'll just say Raiders. Uh, our second to last game on the card: the Giants versus the Titans. Another mid-off right there. Okay, Alex. Titans, because Derrick Henry's going to score three touchdowns. Daniel Jones begins his trek towards comeback player of the year, baby. <laughs> Give me the Giants in the upset. Oh. Ryan. Uh, Titans, but the entire game, you're just going to want to rip your eyes out. I agree with that. And our last matchup, another reunion tour. Uh, we have Broncos in Seattle for Monday Night Football. Alex, I'll let you start. Broncos country. Let's, Let's ride. ride. Broncos yeah, yeah, are going yeah. to win this game. It's going to be closer than people think because I don't think the offense is going to really mesh until about week four or five. So I think the Broncos win this by a touchdown. Uh, I think Seattle gets on the board first because Russell Wilson is nervous, but then it gets ugly, and then the Broncos win by, like, 20-plus. Seattle's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I I would agree with Alex because week one games tend to be closer, but the Seahawks just don't have, like, really anybody on that roster. Is Carlos Dunlap stolen that defense? I don't know. I didn't know that Dunlap was that big of a game no, changer. No, he, he just plays really well against the Broncos all the time. Oh, I guess that's fair. I'll go ahead and say Broncos, too. Again, the Seattle team doesn't really have much to offer unless you look at their offense. And at that point, the person throwing the ball has got to be big. I do want to see who the Broncos are going to put up against DK Metcalf, though. Probably PS2. It's fine. Probably. Geno Smith is the quarterback. DK's not a threat. <laughs> Disrespecting Geno, man. Geno can't even. Can he, he can't throw downfield. Well, well, I mean, he can. can. Is that a yes, West Virginia guy? Yeah, West Virginia. Accurately downfield? Yeah, that, that's the question we're answering here. More often than not, yeah. I mean, DK is a big target over the middle of the field and shallow field. Just bring you safety help. Who else is accurate. a threat? you got to be able to hit accurate shot, like yeah. accurate throws. Yeah, I mean, even if you think about, like, you get past that Patrick Sertan and then you got DK Metcalf matched up against Justin Simmons, against the one, one of the best defensive backs in the NFL. Yeah, he'll probably have one big play. It'll be early. Like is Lockett still on the Seahawks? Yes. He yeah. was a Russell Wilson merchant, though. Okay. No. no. He, was, he was a downfield merchant. Yeah, I mean, he'll play good because he always plays good. You're going to get everybody's everybody's great until they see <laughs> Sharper, one of the hottest hitting safeties in the league. No, he don't even play anymore. Put the team on his back, though. And that's finishing up period number three. Uh, I don't think any arguments here are settled, though, so we're going to bring this into everybody's favorite game. It's always mentioned. It's always loved, except by Kyle. <laughs> it is who the puck is that. Again, with a few things changed for this season, um, we're going to go ahead, and it's going to be dropped down to 10 questions in a game total per round. Most amount of correct questions wins the game. Okay. For the people that don't know these three gentlemen will compete for the Stanley Cup Cup. I believe last person to win it was Kyle. Yeah, and the the where we redid questions. Somebody, I somebody allegedly have the best memory here. Somebody grab it because we have a video stream right now. We got to show it off. And uh, right there, it's sitting. You can see it. I'm trying to Got to hold it like. So it is the Stanley Cup Cup. Kyle was the last one to win it. Uh, I'll do. I'll go ahead and I'll do the math to figure out uh, the overall scores that'll show up after, um, after each round is fully over. Let's go ahead and just dive right into it. Are we still saying our names into the microphones? Na- your names are your buzzer. I will yeah. call on you, and that's when you can give me your answer. You guys will get six hints to guess either a player, a coach, or a team. If you get the wrong, if you guess the wrong answer, you're out for the rest of the question. Mm-hmm. If all three contestants get the answer wrong, the question is forfeited, and nobody gets a point. 
person with the most points at the end of the 10 questions win. If there is a tiebreaker, I do have one question at the ready, but instead of six hints, there'll only be two. Gotcha. Let's go ahead and get started. Clue number one. Born in the Dominican Republic. Baseball player. Clue number two. This person currently wears number 15. Alex? Alex. O'Neill Cruz? Ding, ding, ding. Good job, Alex. Hopping on the board first with one point. Owner of the Milwaukee was, Brewers. Was, was a clue his height by chance? It was not. Why? Because he's like six foot eight. Oh, is he really? Yeah. He's a tall man. He's yeah. a tall human being. Uh, moving on to number two. This team is known for having the biggest margin of victory in the playoffs, finishing 55 to 7. Clue number 2. This team almost made to the almost made it to the Super Bowl as an expansion team in 1996. Clue number 3. This team is represented by a cat. Alex. Alex. No, it's not the. I thought it was the Bengals, but they lost to the Niners by a lot in that one Super Bowl. It's not the. It's not the Bengals though. You gotta answer. Uh, my, my guess is the Bengals, but it's not. It's not. Incorrect. Sorry. Clue number four. In 2017, they earned the nickname Snacksonville. Brian. Brian. Jacksonville Jaguars. Brian hopping on the board, grabbing his first point. The score is one to zero to one. Duval. There you number go. three. Clue number one. 2010 passing yards leader. <laughs> Drafted by San Diego in 2004. Brian. Brian. Drew Brees. Excuse me? Clue number three. Played for the Chargers and Alex. the Colts. Alex. Um, this is... Played for the Chargers and the Colts? I, I can answer if he doesn't know it. Four. Three, two, one. Uh, Alex, yeah, come on. Is it Philip Rivers? God damn it. Every, everybody all tied up here. We got one, po one point across so the board. So mid on the I, on I the was Colts. so close to saying Drew Brees, too. He played like three years. I, I, I was about to say Eli Manning, too, because he was, wasn't he drafted? Yeah, he was drafted by the Chargers. All right, on to number four. He has played for four different teams. He was drafted by a team in New York in 1999. In 2015, gained his first head coaching job, but was officially crowned a head coach in 2021. Clue number four. He wears blue and white. Alex? Alex. Sean McVay? Clue number five. He caught 11 touchdowns in his first in 10 years of his playing career as a tight end. Oh. Yeah, I don't know coaches. Sixth and final clue. He coaches in the NFC North. Brian. Brian. Dan Campbell. That is correct. I don't even know he played, to be honest. Uh, I had no I, idea. I didn't know it. Just look at him. Either. Just look at He played at some he, level. He is built. He's a he, went to he went to Texas A&M. Played there for Ooh. four years. Interesting. Started for two. All right, on to number five. Brian's got two. Kyle and Alex both have one. Attended Kansas for one year. Who would willingly go there? 
Basketball players. Yeah, basketball. Drafted in 2014. Brian. Brian. Andrew Wiggins. What? Excuse me? <laughs> oh, that was 2013. No! Number three has newly became teammates with James Harden. James Harden. Keep Wait, going. Brian, please. Oh, pr- no. Please, 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 please. Brian, I don't know basketball. Brian, I'm going to have to ask you I should know this. I've been keeping up with the news. Has... Is a five-time All-Star. I don't even know where James Harden plays. What is wrong with you? Clue number five. He wears number 21. Just Sam Wall. Oh, my God. And the last and final clue. He plays center and power forward. Oh, Alex. Alex. Joel Embiid. That is correct. That's not I forgot new, he was on the Newly, It doesn't feel new to me. I mean, it's within the past year. That's oh new. Oh, my God. Because he got traded there. I thought right? you meant like this week, and all I could think of was Russell Westbrook and his new teammate. <laughs> no, he's, what, uh, co- what college did he go to? I have no UCLA. idea. UCLA. Yeah, that's right, Alex. Who right, he play for? Who he play for? All right, so Brian and Alex tied at two. Kyle at one. And we're on to number six. Then we have a couple more questions here. Mm-hmm. Clue number one. Made his MLB debut on August 12th, 2015. That better not mean anything to any of you. He's only played for two teams. He's a 2019 World Series champion. His current position is shortstop. Alex. Alex. Carlos Correa. Damn it. Brian. Brian. Trey Turner. That's the right answer. Brian pulling ahead. That was my second one, though, right? I thought. Are we? What question are we on? We are on question number seven. You were at three. I thought I only had one before that. No. What? I answered two correct. So beforehand, Alex got O'Neill Cruz. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. You got Phil or Kyle got Philip Rivers. Brian, you got Dan Campbell. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So three, two, one. Okay, Alex that makes more sense then. Uh, who got Joel Embiid? Alex. Alex got Joel Embiid. You got Trey Turner. Okay. So three to two to one. Okay, that makes more we sense. We have four questions left. So as of right now, everybody is still in the game. Clue number one. This team was established in 1962. Great year. I know Kyle hates these these hints. No one knows this stuff. It's, it's useless information. That's the point of the hints. They're not supposed to just let you know the answer immediately, Kyle. Cry about it. Question number two. They wear blue, white, and orange. Clue number three. They've had three different fields. One of them was Polo Grounds. Brian. Brian. New York Mets. That is correct. Pulling away with four. Alex is at two. Only in the 60s, really? Yeah. I thought it was earlier. It was was after the Dodgers and the uh, Giants left. Hmm. Interesting. So as of right now, everybody is still capable of winning. Kyle, you can tie with Brian if you get the rest of them. Alex, you could win it all if you get the rest of them. Moving on to number eight. I'm just going to let Brian guess the next one. Clue number one, attended Wyoming College. Brian. Brian. Josh Allen. Thank only you. No, only man ever Thank to attend that college. Everyone Thank knows you. that. Uh, uh, with that, what, Ryan, what about Ken Pomeroy? Kyle, don't disrespect right, my only, favorite basketball only analyst. Athlete. With that, 
Brian does pull athlete. away to five points. Uh, we do have two questions left, Kyle. Uh, you are eliminated as well as you, Alex. He just won. There's no point in doing it. Yeah, he won. It's over. So th- Yeah, why'd you say two questions left then? Well, because there's two questions left on my screen, but now I'm not going to say them. Yeah. I just did the math and found out Brian won. <laughs> you had to say it out loud. Mascot major. You have to say it out loud. Mascot major. I'll take and my cup. Brian wins the first ever Stanley Cup Cup on air. Brian, tell the crowd how you feel. Well, I, I looked down at my phone and I noticed that uh, Joe Ryan gave up a grand slam and then another home run to start off the game against the Red Sox. So now I'm not really as happy as I probably could have been, but cool to get the cup. It uh, looks like the Twins winning streak at time of recording is going to end tonight, so whatever. Uh, but, hey, man, cool to be back, cool to win the cup again. Hopefully uh, this doesn't leave my grasp too many times while we're back up here. It won't. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Brian, you got anything that's going on that you'd like to share with our few followers? Uh, n- no, not really. I mean, What I are we guess, doing this weekend, Brian? I mean, we're we're going to the State Fair, and then we got games to call, so a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we've got... I don't know, plug KVSC stuff. Uh, first first sport on the main KVSC airwaves, 88.1 FM, fall semester, Earnhardt Jaworski, flying all the way down to Florida to cover volleyball, and that's going to be on the main KVSC airwaves. Crazy stuff. So lots of things going on before. I have to take, that reminds me, I have to take care of some stuff. I actually have a job now uh, before I leave tomorrow afternoon. So There you go. Hope you get everything done. Uh, again, thank you for everybody who's tuned in. If you've listened this far, Uh, We all love you all for listening and watching so much. You guys are the reason we do this, also because we enjoy sports. Um, If you guys have any suggestions for the show, go ahead and send us a DM, leave us a comment, send us an email, whatever you'd like to do, Instagram, Twitter, no Facebook, possibly a TikTok coming soon, we'll see, probably not, or YouTube. Check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Tell everybody you know. Send them your way to everybody's favorite sports podcast, Sports Ball Go. And Puck. Thank you.